Hello, NRL fans. Welcome back to the NRL Rewind podcast. I'm your host, Matt Namoski. Welcome to another off-season positional ranking Supercoach podcast. Today, we're going through the two RFs, one of the most important positions to fill, one of the ones to make sure you get right every season. So we'll waste no time. It's going to be a big one today. So we will bunch up a bunch of players to make sure we get through in a timely manner. I've got 28 players we need to look at today. So we've got three tier, uh, four tiers as we do. Let's go straight into it. So this is from players 28 to 22 in the fourth tier. Tyson Frizzell, Bo Furmore, Josh Curran, Luke Thompson, Jai Arrow, Cam McInnes, Victor Radley. So with this group here, this is in a draft league. You're looking at your third 2RF. Uh, you're going to be waiting quite a bit to try and fill these positions. In classic, guys that are at a very weird price point where you probably don't want to touch it yet, you want to wait for a bit of the prices to drop or some of the circumstances to change. Someone like Cam McInnes making sure he gets starting minutes all the time. Luke Thompson making sure he gets a consistent 60 minutes. So these are just kind of wait and see guys for me. I think guys that you want to take a punt on late in the draft if someone else wants to go early. Let them do that, and then, you know, if they're wrong, power to them. But no one you want to start with and go, this guy I'm going to post my flag to very early on because, again, there's just a lot of questions. Looking at it, Frizzell, yes, it's a new four-pack. I think he'll be improved, but has he still got that juice that you need to be one of the top options? Someone like a Bo Fermor, can he carry on his form from last year? Same as Josh Curran. Luke Thompson, can he finally come over and be that English Sam Burgess we thought for the dogs? Jai Arakair McInnes, you know, are they going to get in options to really show where they're best used as a starting 13 at some point this season? And then Victor Radley. Every year you have to put him in. We spoke about it. He's not really that super coach guy. He's more of a great NRL player, the pass away from the pass away from the pass. But if there is a season to do it, this team looks like they're constructed well enough. It could be this one. So I just had to put him in there. The third tier is from players 21 to 16. So I've got six players and there's six very fascinating players to me that I have a lot of interest in. So from 21, Britton Nakora, Keon Kulamatangi, Adam Elliott, Tom Gilbert, Isaiah Yo, Jason Tamalolo. So you might look at Australia and go, Jason Tomalolo at 16 and Isaiah Yo 17. You are insane. But I just think that's the quality of two RFs this year. I just think that if you want to spend your super coach classic budget, you could easily blow it in the two RFs here. You could just go balls to the war and you can find 15 guys that are very capable of going large. In a draft league, these are guys that, you know, may get overdrafted because of their name, but you know, there might be some other options sneaking there for you. So I think it's very, very fascinating, those two guys. Tom Gilbert, Adam Elliott, two guys I want to bunch together because I think that those guys are, if there's 80 minutes on the table for those two guys or even, you know, 65, 70 minutes, two guys that can really brain it this year and average is 65, no doubt about it. I think Adam Elliott on the Knights, Tom Gilbert on the Dolphins, two guys I really want to get on and own because I just think that there's money to be made and I think there's real chances to show that these guys, they can be nice pot options to start the season. And then you can really work your way to one of the guns further up in a couple of rounds. Keon Kulamatangi, Britton Nakora at the end of this pile here. Two guys had great years last year. Can they carry it on? 
you know, consistency, I think, is the big thing for these two guys. Nakora in that shark setup, Kulamatangi in that south setup. Would love to have both of them. You know, these are both guys that can be your second two RFs. I don't think they're your lead guys, but guys that you definitely want to have on your team if possible. We go to the second tier. This tier, we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight players. So it's a nice, big, juicy list and it's some very nice names. So from 15 to 8, Pat Garrigan, Hudson Young, Viliama Kikau, Joe Offen and Gawe, Sean Lane, Holly, uh, Homoli Olakuatu, Dave Fafida, Ryan Madison. So again, probably a shock there. So let's go through it. Pat Carrigan, I think, is a guy that can really step into his own this year and be a great super coach gun of years old. I think he's got the game for it. We saw his, his end of season production, especially you know what he did in the rep games for Queensland and for Australia. He can come onto the park in a short amount of time and just put out an insane PPM. So I do think that even if they're you know mindful and they give him 60 minutes, 55 minutes, he could absolutely go hammers and tongs for that. So he is someone that could definitely jump up. I think I've got him a bit low now only because I just want to see it and see how Brisbane's going to utilize him with Kevy Walters, but I think he will have a fantastic season. Hudson Young, Viliama Kikau, two guys that are going to be on their starting edge respectively for 80 minutes, potentially, uh, with a you know the odd game that might go to 60. I think Kikau will have a big a big role. I think the way that Panthers used him in terms of the minutes and the style, I think dogs don't really have that luxury. I think they need to push him and see if they can get this 80 minutes in that tank every week, week in and week out. And Hudson Young was just a try scorer last year. I think he's a guy that can go in there. I think he won't cost you a lot in terms of draft capital. I think you can get him decently in the mid-rounds, and he could be someone that could win you matchups. Joe Offen and Gowley, we spoke about him in the prop podcast, so I'll keep it short here. I just think that what he can do with the duel and in terms of how they're going to deploy him in that Tigers pack will be fascinating to watch, but I do think there is definitely a chance he can repeat his fall from last year. Sean Lane and Homoli Olakowatu, two guys I bunched together here because, again, similar to uh, Kulamatungi and Nakora, but a higher version. Guys that really stood out last year and had impact years, career years. Can they do it again? Slightly different uh, situations this year. Olakwatu is the unquestioned uh, 2RF in this team. He's going to be the guy that they look to on the edge. Same as Sean Lane with no Isaiah Papali'i there anymore. So it'll be very interesting to see how Sean Lane goes on. Dave Fafida at nine. On his day, we know he's probably the best and should be number one. But with the minutes and the way they use him, with the way Justin Hallbrook deploys him, with the constant reports of potentially going to Canberra, with the way Ricky Stewart uses forwards when they're new to the club, I just have a lot of red flags, and I would not be touching Dave Fafida until the round persists. Really, round four, five, I'd feel comfortable maybe around five, maybe not even round four. I would have Ryan Madison, I have an eight over him. I think Maddo has a chance to be really special this year. Him, you know, working around guys like Josh Hodson, guys like Dylan Brown, Mitch Moses, I think there's a small opportunity, more stability there for Madison to outscore Day for feeder. And then we go into the premier tier, the top tier, seven players in this one, seven to one. Tino and Tohu are bunched together. We spoke about them in the props podcast. Having the duel is very, very nice. Two guys, the leaders of their packs, the club captains, I think they're just going to be in for a special season this year. Number five, Jeremiah Nanai came out of nowhere last year. I thought it'd be Helam Luki who had the year that he did, but Nanai really stood up. 
Now, it's going to be interesting to see if he can carry on that try-scoring form because a lot of his points were in try-scoring. Is there a bit of a regression there? I just think that that Cowboys team, if you've heard any of the podcasts this offseason, I think he's special. So I can't fade him enough for that. I think he is definitely a top three, four-round pick there. Angus cried in that four. You know, love Angus. I think he's in for a monster year. Really came on, you know, as the season went on last year for Australia, played really, really great. So, you know, Angus is a no doubt, you know, you can pick him and be very, very happy. John Bateman, number three, here's the risk. If he comes over and plays like the Canberra John Bateman, he can win your comp. He can, you know, you can ride him from round one. He could be your Joe Tarpane of last year. I'm going to do it. I wasn't going to, but I just think I have to. I think it's in there. I know they were fantastic seasons in the Super League. It's a bit hard to judge the talent over there. But I just think Tim Sheen's... As crazy as a guy he is, as much as it's not 2005, I just think he's going to see that toy, that weapon on the edge, and deploy him in different ways, similar to how Ricky Stewart did. So I just have to put John Bateman up there. Care Murray, number two. You know when you get from Care Murray. You know, he's a special guy. A guy who I've just, I have not owned nearly enough. I've never owned him in draft. In classic, I don't think, maybe once or twice, but maybe not even that. So really keen on Care Murray this year. It's obviously a premium. You've got to pay it. A high draft pick as well, but well worth it. He'll be the leader of that Rabbits forward pack, and anything they go through the middle will go through him and his quick play the balls or short balls. And number one, Isaiah Papali'i. Had to be him. Loses the duel, which absolutely sucks. I don't understand. I know he started most of his games in the in the second row, but the eye test tells you play in the middle, so you should be having a duel, but that is what it is. We said going into last year, it's such a premium to pay for him you know, let him drop and never dropped. And that's what I mean. Similar to Tarbany and Cotto in the front row, that price is not going to dip. So if you want to have public in your team, you've got to pay for it. I will go with Bateman just to have that slightly less version, hopefully on that price point. Uh, but IPAP is an absolute weapon. Should get drafted very, very early. I think he would definitely not get out of round two. I could see someone saying, just give me the points and get him in round one as well. So there you have it, 2RF, an interesting position, a position where there's players that will win you rounds, can win you championships if you get the right player in there, similar to Joe Tarpany last year. So I think it's someone that you got to go do your research here because I think that minutes will play a part, coaches will play a part, and just overall four-pack quality surroundings will also make an impact. So definitely want to, I want to draft, you know, out of the 28 guys I picked, you know, I'll be happy with 20 of them. So it's definitely something that you're going to have to do your homework on and make sure that you get the guys that you want to get in. If you want to blow your cap, if you want to be smart with your draft position, it's all to be decided. So thanks for listening, guys. Have a great day. We'll hear from you soon. Cheers.